Hey friend, welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Thanks so much for joining me again today on this chapter of the journey. We are in Matthew 21. And it was verses 14 through 15 that resonated with me this morning. It says, The blind and the lame came to Jesus at the temple, and he healed them. But when the chief priests and the teachers of the law saw the wonderful things he did, and the children shouting in the temple courts, Hosanna to the son of David, they were indignant. Today's podcast is entitled, Jesus versus the System. I remember once as a young believer, my friends and I decided that we wanted to organize a weekend event in our church. We were really excited about it. We wanted to bring in a guest teacher, this, uh, somebody we knew as a speaker, an author, having evening services each weekend night with some music. We invite anyone who wanted to come. We agreed to plan the whole thing, host the event, line up the volunteers, raise any funds necessary. We were so excited to do this thing. Well, our plan came to a screeching halt when we were told that our plan had been swiftly and summarily rejected by our pastor and the director of Christian education, they would not give their stamp of approval because our guest speaker was not part of our denominational silo. We were heartbroken, but you know, looking back, it was a good lesson for me in learning just how the world works, even in religious institutions. A few weeks ago, I gave a message among my local gathering of Jesus followers. In the message, I contrasted the major tenets of fundamentalism, which are clearly seen in the words and actions of the religious leaders, teachers of the law, and Pharisees who oppose Jesus, with what Jesus was teaching and exemplifying in his ministry. You've got to remember, fundamentalism is not just about religion you can find the basic tenets of fundamentalism in almost any human system, including families and businesses and schools and political groups. By the way, there's a link to the YouTube of that message in today's post at TomVanderwell.com. So in today's chapter, Jesus enters Jerusalem and the temple to celebrate Passover. Thousands upon thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of pilgrims were there from all over the world. And in yesterday's chapter, Jesus clearly stated what was about to happen to him in this week. Quote, we're going up to Jerusalem and the son of man will be delivered over to the chief priests and the teachers of the law. They will condemn him to death and will hand him over to the Gentiles to be mocked and flogged and crucified. And on the third day, he will be raised to life. End quote. Now, Jesus had never been popular with the religious leaders, but he spent almost all of his ministry traveling around rural backwater regions. Now Jesus is at the center of religious, political, and commercial power. The religious leaders Jesus has encountered up to this point, I mean, they're just local minions in middle management. The temple in Jerusalem was the religious C-suite. It was the executive suite of power for religion. And Jesus is walking into that seat of religious power. And the first thing he does is to piss them off by causing a riot in the temple's lucrative money-changing operation. And let me tell you something. If you want to make racketeers angry, just threaten their cash flow. 
See, Jesus is dealing with a fundamentalist religious system. And like all fundamentalist systems, these religious leaders have an unwavering attachment to the irreducible belief that they are God's appointed leaders of God's chosen people. And they have absolute, unquestionable authority over everyone and everything in their religion. So on the heels of this act of domestic terrorism that Jesus perpetrated against the temple, the religious power brokers go to find Jesus, who is still in the temple courts. He's got giant crowds surrounding him as he teaches. Now, they watch Jesus healing people. Blind people can see. Lame people can walk. Deaf people can hear. And the crowd is going nuts. Then the religious power brokers hear children in the crowd shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Now, this was a chant that the people were shouting when Jesus entered into Jerusalem riding a donkey. At this, the religious power brokers, quote, were indignant, end quote. As good religious fundamentalists, these dudes applied strict literalism to their religious dogmas and beliefs. Those literal dogmas and beliefs were more important than anything else. So the cheer Hosanna, which is a form of the Hebrew word save, to the son of David, which was a moniker in that day for the coming Messiah, that chant was strictly and systemically inappropriate. Only they, the religious leaders, had the power and authority to say who the Messiah was. The Messiah could only be the Messiah with their authoritative stamp of denominational approval. Children shouting that Jesus was the Messiah threatened their entire fundamentalist system and their authoritative control. In the quiet this morning, I just sat in the reality of that moment for a while. People being healed. Jesus revealing divine power no one had ever seen on earth. Just like that. There it is right in front of them. I thought about these people being healed. The tears of joy. The happiness. The lives of countless individuals and families being forever changed for the good. While the religious leaders are indignant that children are shouting Jesus' praise. Now that is classic fundamentalism. If it doesn't exist within our established authoritative system and according to our strict literal dogmas, then it must be rejected, tossed out, and crushed as a threat. Hmm. This brings me back to you. My and my friend's hearts being crushed when the religious institution rejected and tossed out our desire to bring in a speaker for the weekend of meetings. You know, as much as I wanted to fight the system, I learned at that moment that it was just better to walk away. See, a fundamentalist system will go to any length necessary to protect that system. They will even conspire with political enemies to commit murder which is just what they're going to do to Jesus, and he knows it. 
Come back tomorrow as the story unfolds, my friend. I hope you have a great day.